You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to Ironcast. Ginger Pele is here once again and also joining us this week, one of the most beloved West Ham goalkeepers of recent years, second generation hammer. Welcome Dave Martin to Ironcast. Thanks guys, thank you. You two have been playing golf with Jimmy we Walker are. who won the competition that you played in for the Bobby Moore uh, Foundation in controversial circumstances. I think well it's not controversial, say. he cheated. Yeah, <laughs> out and out. I'm going to go straight out and say it. Bandito, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyone who knows golf knows <laughs> that you can't come in on an 80, 18 handicap and shoot 45 points. Yeah. There was I a mean, few boos. There was a few boos I around mean, the place. You go on, we, me and Dave go on the, these days quite often and you do see it quite often, but you don't expect it from an ex-player. <laughs> <laughs> he, he went up there and no, picked, he, took it, he, he? he picked up a, a new, brand new golf trolley for the prize of the singles. Yeah. His team won the event as well on 99 yeah. points. So if you know your golf, that's pretty much impossible. Yeah. He won an iPad for that, yeah. got booed, got in his car, happy as an avian, drove yeah. home. Put it on Instagram. Put it on yeah. Instagram, yeah. <laughs> like, it was, like, it was, uh, like it was all fine. All for the fans. So I'm calling yeah. that out. Jimmy Walker cheated. <laughs> no goalkeeper's union, Dave. You're nah, like, you're throwing him under I the bus. Can't, yeah, I can't support that, to be fair, from yeah. Jim. I've yeah. been at a golf day before and someone's come in with a ridiculous score, gone up to get their prize, and I threw a bread roll at them. Because <laughs> I thought it was, because I thought it was that shocking that they've cheated. blatantly cheated <laughs> anyway i'm not bitter about it yeah. at all. <laughs> well wait welcome dave obviously uh, i don't know younger fans may not know but your dad alvin martin was a west ham great and i wondered someone something i've always wanted to ask second generation footballers is are you good because in the garden you had a professional footballer <laughs> as a kind of dad and coach or was it genetics or is it a bit yeah. of a combination of the two things um uh, do you know what one thing i say about dad is that he never really uh put any pressure uh, on me or joe um yeah. he almost just said look as long as you're enjoying it i mean i used to be a center back until i was 14 and, and makes sense it, <laughs> <laughs> and and i just said to dad one day i said i don't enjoy it and i was playing at a really good level and uh i, I just come in and i said look 
you know, I'd rather rather be in goal. He went, all right then, well, let's just start you getting to a side. So I went into a Sunday league team, mm -hmm. started playing for my district and then got kind of scattered by Wimbledon. And that was literally, to be fair, I remember coming up the stairs one day and him talking to my mum. And they were saying, look, we've got to crack on with Dave now. Um, like, you know, he's GCSE, he's, he's, he's really behind, obviously. I'm a bit of a thicko. Got to, got to be. <laughs> and I was like, no, wait, wait, wait. Like I said, I was playing Sunday Luke at the time and I thought, no, I'm still going to make it. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. still going to be a professional. And ignorance is bliss almost. And I kind of believed in it. But I had support from my dad and my mum, whatever I wanted to do. So, yeah, that, that was... Was you getting bored of... Not bored. Was you not happy playing football in general, or would you just yeah. didn't want to play centre half? Well, well, I was at Tottenham, so well, that probably. That's probably we why. Have to you bring that yeah. Dear, oh dear. But that's weird. You so, were at Tottenham as a defender, and then you left there and was like, "I want to start uh, and, in Sunday League uh, like, and Sunday through. League." And I was like, literally playing, um, yeah, for for my district Havering, and uh, ended up getting scouted when I was fifteen. Uh, by Wimbledon and then I was playing for under 16s uh, England uh, by the time I was 16 so wow. within two years almost I was like playing at a decent yeah. and I, I think I was useless to be fair because <laughs> I I was good, obviously good with my feet but there was so much I had to kind of learn why why do you think you chose goalkeeper just you I, did, did you always have a little nutters in there and I yeah. used to love diving at people's feet I used to love making saves um you know, I did really understand the the responsibility that that goalkeepers almost have, um, but I just enjoyed playing in goal um, uh, and and making a difference because, like, you can either be the hero or the villain, and it? it's yeah. yeah. Uh, so were you just like when you're playing for Spurs as defender, you dipping in goal? How did you how do you cross that? I don't understand how you go. Can I go in yeah. goal today? Or? Well, I. I think well, I used to have Mickey Hazard uh, was my coach, um, and we only had one goalkeeper, and we used to we should train at White Hart Lane, um, and they were like, right, we we're playing a small side of games. Does anyone want to go go and go? And at White Hart Lane, they used to have like this glass, and my mum she used to take me because dad was busy, obviously with South End at the time, and uh, she looked down, and she goes, where is he? And I'd be in the goal. Like so, she that, couldn't that, see. So she couldn't see. There, she yeah. goes, Dave. Like you're meant to be a, a centre back, and like <laughs> you're in goal all the time. Like so, I just got the the bug of being a goalkeeper from yeah. that. I think, um, and then I just you know because I enjoyed it so much. I think when you enjoy anything, yeah, I think exactly. you get better and better at it. Um, which you know, thankfully yeah. I did. Well, before you start playing for Spurs, obviously <laughs> your dad is West Ham legend. Mm. Growing up, you must have were you were you a West Ham fan? I hope so. I I, I didn't know anything else. Like yeah. it was normal for me to just come into obviously Chabot at the time, you know, I would have been two, two or three going into these Christmas parties, <laughs> seeing, you know, fighting with Julian Dix and Ian Bishop, like, you know, Dixie tied me up with a skipping rope before training, <laughs> left me there the whole time. I just thought it was normal. Like um, everything I knew about West Ham, like, you know, I had no choice other to just to support this team. Um, and that, that buzz on a Saturday when you're seeing it, just watching the crowd. Um, it was just a, you know, a real, like I look back now and an honor to be a part of, I mean, you had it with your, yeah. your kids in it and they probably won't realize how lucky they are until they yeah, actually get it's to a mad, certain like, age. With, with your dad as well, I bet we're fortunate as players because certainly my kids now, you know, they get a chance to come down here and meet you guys and, and meet the players and all that. And it's probably the same with you, with your dad, was it back then? Yeah. So it's, it's like my kids are mad West Ham fans, absolutely love it here every game. And I think when you're part of West Ham as you know, as Alvin, obviously, is an absolute legend. It's sort of, I've, I've said it before and I'll say it a hundred times again, you sort of get the feeling that you're involved in the club forever and it's, it's, yeah. it's, part, of your life, it's part of your life for yeah. the rest of your life. And, and I'm sure Dave will say the same. That's how it is for me and my, yeah. fa my, my family. Oh. Yeah. It is, for me, it's like, it's, it's like a, it's a drug. 
Like, and I I was lucky enough to be a part of it, obviously growing up. And then you start your own career and then, you know, you go, yeah. even though you're attached to it. But as soon as I walked back through the door again, it was like, oh my God, like I've missed this. And it's just all comes back, comes back to me. Um, slightly better uh, facilities, I'd say. From, slightly better. From, from when he but, was there the first time. But also I had the other side of it as well. I had the thinking... Is it going to be as good as I, as I hope? Yeah, and I've got to say it was ten times better. Really? Oh, oh brilliant! It, it, it like you know just through through the people that you know you, you, Pete yeah. was there. Um, obviously Eddie the old kid, yeah. man. Shirley was in the, in in the canteen, but it had them people. But you know what Noves had created at the time in that dressing room with all like the British lads and even mm. the lads that coming in. It was just it just felt like home straight yeah. away. Um, did, did, it, did those people you mentioned like Shirley in the kitchen? Did they remember you. Yeah, like she used to look out. Obviously, dad would go out for training, and then she'd be supplying me with Lucas Aid and and and, and <laughs> fine like guns, and yeah. literally I'd be cr climbing the walls. Climbing the yeah, walls yeah, yeah, literally yeah. absolute nutter. Uh, me and little and and Joe. So um, yeah, she remembered me um, straight away, and obviously Pete in there. So yeah. like you speak to, I speak to Craig Bellamy quite a lot. Obviously, he wasn't at West Ham too long. I don't know if anyone's heard it. The way he speaks about West Ham still now, like he played for some big clubs, Bellas, and you know, tremendous player. He speaks about West Ham like unbelievable like the, the impact it had on it on his career and it's the same sort of thing the dressing room you come into the people that are around the football club at the time it's got a massive part in his heart bellas and and, and in one year too long really and, he's, yeah. and he still talks about west ham every day yeah. yeah i wondered dave what was your bedroom like which did you have west ham <laughs> no. like quilt west ham curtains did you have a picture yeah. of your dad on the wall <laughs> <laughs> no I, I didn't have any of that because obviously dad being dad it was just I, I just see him every day anyway so what's, yeah. what am i putting you on the wall for <laughs> but i had west ham kits it was all about you know the, the, the you know the kits that i remember uh growing up um and and seeing the training kits and just going in it was just like a normal thing just really normal. It's just yeah. yeah yeah it just kind of ignorance is bliss again like, so. <laughs> do you remember your first game or would you have been two or three or something crazy what that? The, I, yeah, uh, that, that I watched I remember dad actually the first time I can't remember what, what game it was but I remember there was a linesman that absolutely got it dad was like this like he was like <laughs> two inches away from his face screaming yeah. at him because he never put his flag up I remember, I remember having a birthday Um, I think it was I think I was about eight at the time and Dad got sent off just before half time against Sheffield Wednesday. I remember this game. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was he got sent off in really controversial that's circumstances. That's right. Yeah. He brought down Mark Bright. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. So that's what so that was my birthday and I had four of my mates. Oh, no. like, oh from school and that. Great like, yeah. So yeah, he came out and I just thought, yeah, that, I'm never having a birthday yeah. at a game again. Like so we'll be speaking to dad <laughs> yeah. tonight. That red card got rescinded, actually. It did, it, it did. did yeah, it? yeah. It was on the halfway line. He kind of falls over. It's a, it's an interesting. It was outrageous at the time. He kind of falls over, but he's the technically the last man. But it's on the halfway. Yeah, line. yeah, yeah. The old arm did come out. Though, yeah, like, the yeah. arm just he kind of has brought him down as the last man. But he he's on the very similar to me, your dad, because <laughs> linesmen were my biggest hate as well. Because I wasn't the quickest. You just stand on the halfway line and stick your arm. Yeah. Up. I'm praying for an offside. Praying for an offside, and if it wasn't, linesman's getting it. Yeah, uh, um, getting sent off, Ginge. Like, what do you do when you get sent off? Cool. What do you, do you just go in the? Yeah, just go in and sit in the dressing room. <laughs> I got I got a silly red do? against Watford Slavanger, and I was out of contract, and we lost two 0 and I was out of contract that summer, and I made a we were two 0 down, made a stupid tackle on Ingalo, it was a bad tackle actually, got a straight red, and I remember just sat in the dressing room thinking this is it, it's over, <laughs> didn't have a contract, just been <laughs> no. sent off, lost two 0 I'm thinking this is this is it, this is done, yeah. and then luckily you know it sort of it swung around and and got a new deal, but. I had another bad one for um, for Wales. <laughs> I remember we were playing Belgium 
uh, in Cardiff, first game of a of a you know new qualifying campaign. And before the game, Chris Coleman went right. If they break, if we get a corner and they're breaking on us, mm. just take the foul. We all get back in because they were known for breaking quick. This is like De Bruyne, Hazard, proper <laughs> team. So it was, I think it was about thirteen or fourteen minutes in. We had a corner. They're breaking on us. I brought down De Bruyne as the gaffer told me to do, <laughs> thinking, right, I'll take a yellow card, maybe, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. take the foul, get back in. I got yeah. a straight red. Oh. After after like 12 minutes, and I think I think we lost the game 4-0 in the end or something oh, like that. Yeah. But even then, you sat in the dressing room thinking, oh, no, yeah. what have I done here? Did Did you get much stick after that, like in the press? or? or yeah, it, probably yeah. deserve it, to be really? honest. Really? Like, yeah, like, it was just stupid, yeah. stupid. But, um, you know, it happens, doesn't it? You make, you it. make split-second yeah. decisions, and yeah. what, sometimes they're good, sometimes what, they're not yeah, so good. Yeah. What are you doing when the boys come in from half-time? Are you just sat there? Like, do you, yeah. do you have a shower or do, what? Do you, I used to think I was the... just sat there, head down, yeah, embarrassed, yeah. let the boys down. It's not, it's not a great feeling yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is that you were doing that for the team, weren't you? Like, well, I, yeah, not, not, yeah. didn't mean to get sent off. <laughs> yeah, I, well, what I said, should it was blame the gaffer. I should blame Cruggy, <laughs> really. You know, he, he was telling us to uh, to take the foul and get back in, but probably mm. not as as forceful as I did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dave, you went through you you so you start out at Wimbledon yeah. in goal yeah. and you would at Wimbledon you're at this crazy time where they become at MK Dons one of the most controversial mm. moments in kind of football league history yeah. and I wondered what was it like to be on the inside of that as it's happening because yeah. you obviously have the Wimbledon fans revol like revolting at the time but you're, you're you're on the way to Milton Keynes what was it like to be on the inside yeah I, I think I look back now and I think that is crazy what I went through but again because I was only 17 18 when it happened it was almost like oh so we're in Wimbledon um, I think I played two games for Wimbledon I think I made my debut at Burnley away um, in the in the champ and it was like oh great but then they said right now you're going to go to Milton Keynes we're going to give you um, you know your allowance to, to go and rent somewhere so it was just like a normal everyone was doing it because wow. everyone was doing the same thing yeah it was just like you had to pick up your life and I was only 18 I think well, I just all, all that to move up there all that, all, so we yeah. were seen as obviously assets of the club okay um, so and they would not let you keep the name Wimbledon so that was the FA so they had to change their name to something and they almost said you're going to be called MK Dons Milton Keynes Dons wow. so you know I had to then you know drive up to find a place I was like you know room sharing like moving cl moving club moving that was it fan, yeah. everyone did the same thing because everyone did the same thing it was almost like oh it's just the normal thing but I look back now I think that imagine that happening now like, it, oh, I don't think, think it'd ever happen again would yeah it? no it, it, it was crazy it was so controversial at the time yeah it was and you know the chairman took a lot of stick for it um, he, he had a, a, a vision MK didn't have it uh, a, a, a club mm. So I understand the thinking behind it. And he admits, to be fair, the chairman, uh, Pete Winkleman, that he's, a, he's not a football man. You know, if he had time again, like, you know, would he have done things differently? Maybe. Um, but he, his heart was in the right place of trying to save a club. Well, you look yeah. back at it now, it's been, it's been successful, really. Yeah, yeah. it's it kind of worked out massively for both, controversial, both but parties, I mean, really, it's, it's, yeah. it's worked out well for, the, for yeah. the club. And I played in the first game that they met each other. So AFC Wimbledon played MK Dons. Oh, and that was horrific. I can it's imagine. One, it was one of the fiercest rivalries in in world football, I would say. They hate each other. They hate each other. And I've never, I've been at clubs and that, you know, having police escorts for, it was like a League One game. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, men, it's mental. Like, going to <laughs> AFC Wimbledon, it was at Kingstonia then, wasn't it? So, um, to have that, that's just the animosity they have towards each other. 
How did they treat you? Because you're you're technically a former Wimbledon player as well as an MP. Yeah, I don't think the two games. I think they, they see that as. Yeah, and I lost both of them. So. Uh... <laughs> um, you, you spent a bit of time at Liverpool. Yes. And uh, how was that? That was yeah. I couldn't believe what was happening to me there. Um, like obviously I played. I think it was twenty five, twenty six game. I was only nineteen at the time for for MK Dons then, and they needed a, a under twenty threes goalkeeper. So I thought. And my agent managed to get me a trial. They said, yeah, we'll take you. And it was probably a bit too much too soon. And even having the dad that I've had and being around that kind of dressing room at West Ham, mm. Liverpool, when you go into Liverpool, the first yeah, day yeah. I opened up the door and you turn around the corner and Gerard was like, literally from me to you away. And it actually took my breath away because <laughs> it was like, I can't believe Steven Gerrard's I just that when you walked in. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so is my missus. But, uh, <laughs> um, and, and, and just, I wish, I look back now and, and I think I, I could have put that to the side and just thought, he's just a human being. Mm. Like, you know, you've got Alonso, like, you know, players like Mascarano, Sammy Hupia, yeah. um, Dudek was there, obviously Reyna, just Pepe Reyna just signed. And these are like players that I've been watching on, on you know, match of the day mm. and thinking, wow, I'm actually... In, in in and around them all the, all the time mm. and I found it tough because can you, I couldn't believe it but they didn't actually have a goalkeeping coach for the under 23s so I was having to be an outfield player the whole time um, and then they were like now it's your turn to go and go like you want to do a, a, a <laughs> session and go and play games and I'd have one goalkeeping session the under 18s would come over to Melwood um, and I said mentally that was it taught me how tough mentally you have to be as a goalkeeper mm. to be under them circumstances and still function um, who was manager then Rafa Rafa, Rafa. yeah Rafa. Wow, that's surprising. and you would have been in and around the team in the 2006 FA Cup final I wonder oh, did, you, have, go, did you go did you have to talk about it <laughs> do you have to well, mention I, it I was there like well, yeah. you know yeah we, we, we got the train down um, and obviously it, I was in the Liverpool, Liverpool end and it was such a weird thing because obviously free free yeah like and i was like yeah look yeah, yeah. Like, like obviously when we was like west ham was scoring um and then obviously when stevie scored that i just i was just couldn't believe what i was seeing um and then to go to the penalties um was just like it was just such a weird feeling that day of being having such a connection i think i still got the program at home yeah um because it was such a big day for me to be there in the wrong end. <laughs> yeah. God, that was lovely. Yeah. Did yeah. you celebrate any goals? You keep your hat. You no, I your literally. I was celebrating like every time that like, they scored. I was like, yeah, and I was like, oh, sh like yeah. <laughs> Gotta be, Got be a stick for it to be fair. Uh, so yeah, what no, that was all day. It was. Yeah. yeah, I can only imagine what that was yeah. like. Well, it was in um, Cardiff as well. Yeah, so no, I, had, I had about forty people there from Cardiff. I didn't actually play. I was on the bench, but yeah. I remember sitting on the bench. Matty Evan had come off. 87 I don't know precisely 87 minute and we were 3-2 up 90 yeah. minutes comes on the clock yeah. and I remember turning to Matty going I think we've won the cup yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be in faces with me FA Cup win <laughs> FA Cup winners medal on and then bang and, and he only hit it Stevie because he had cramp that's it if he had he, if it was like a normal bit of the game he would have taken a touch gone forward probably a bit and they yeah. were all going down with cramp and he's hit it and yeah. Shaq has flapped at one and it's, it's gone in <sighs> Oh, you know, like um, pains me every yeah. day 
I'm sure yeah. we'll get into the FA Cup, that FA Cup final in this podcast in greater detail. But when you watch that Gerard shot, you've got Scaloni giving away the ball, which is like quite a random thing. Yeah. And then when Gerard takes that shot, he's got like Yossi turns his back. There's yeah. another defender yeah. almost gets his foot. It just flies through the eye of the needle, yeah. that shot. It, it, yeah. it literally said that half the ground, didn't it? Yeah. The whole way. No, and yeah. then I was in shackle, obviously getting across. Yeah. And it just, it was, it, just it, the power. The power of it that it, late on. Yeah. Just to bring Jimmy Walker up again, I've asked him about that shot. He says he would have saved that. No. <laughs> <laughs> of course he would have. Of course, you'd still be in faces now. Yeah, 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 that yeah. happened. All right, West Ham fans. One way you can support Ironcast and help us rocket up the charts and beat off the competition from other official football clubs' podcasts like Chelsea and like Spurs is to get a five-star rating or review from you. Support me and Ginger on the podcast. Chuck us a five-star rating review and help us rocket up the charts where West Ham belong at the top of the table. Back on with the show. Let's wind the clock forward now. Was it June 2019? You're 33 years old at this point. You must have been thinking, I can see my career tapering down now. You know, go take a position maybe in the lower leagues. But then West Ham come knocking at your door. Yeah. Where yeah. were you when you get that call? How does it happen? Well, obviously, those we don't mention, that's who I was playing for at the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, South London and, too. Yeah, with yeah. lions on their crest. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Leave it there. <laughs> but I was actually told, um, just before, uh, uh, new, it was New Year's Eve, actually, by the manager, Neil Harris, that Dave, like, you know, we've got this, uh, we've got Jordan Archer, uh, we've got Ben Amos. Um, we just don't see it, uh, you know, you you playing for, for Millwall again. So it's best for me and best for you to just to kind of leave. And I was gutted, like, because I thought, no, I, I believe that I'm good enough to play ahead of these boys. And um, it was almost taken away from that. And just so happened, five days later on the 5th of Jan, I remember, I'll never forget it. I hit half volley, still obviously looking for a club in the meantime. And Ben Amos, he caught Ben Amos right on the end of his finger and he broke his finger. Mm-hmm. So within five days, all of a sudden, he was he wanted me to leave, almost trying to force me out to then run, right, Dave, I need you on the bench you now. now. Yeah, so That's I, tough I, mentally, though, eh? Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was, and it, this went on, and the team wasn't doing well. Um, you know, they were near the relegation. I think in the relegation zone at the time, um, and it, it was another six weeks. And by that time, Ben it was, uh, had just had an operation on his finger. He was just coming back, and uh, the team weren't doing. Jordan was doing okay, but. I think Neil was like that. He'd see me in training. I, I, that's one thing I've always done. Every day I went into training, I give 100%. Like I've never been the strongest, never been the quickest. I'm not going to sit here and say to you, I'm the best goalkeeper that, that's ever existed because I know I'm not. Mm. But I give it everything. And that's what I did in training. And it, we were playing Birmingham away on the Wednesday. So it was Tuesday morning. And Ben had just started training again. And as I walked out, like Chopper pulled uh, Jordan. And uh, I thought, well, that's weird. And I walked down to the uh, to the, the goalkeeping coach, uh, Lee Turner, and he went, as he told you, I went, oh, has he put me down to third choice again? He went, no, 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 you're starting tomorrow. <laughs> See, I thought he's gone the I other went, way. What? One minute you think you're yeah. leaving, next minute you're starting. Yeah. Um, Mental. So I ended up playing and um, we won 2-0. So, and then it was just like, I can't believe it. I've not, I hadn't played. I think it was it's what, 14, 15 months at that, that oh, time. Really? I hadn't played. So, Going into that game, I thought, I've got nothing to lose because yeah, yeah. like, I haven't played. I've played a couple of reserve games, but I, I did. I felt like I did well in the game. And we had Brighton on the Sunday. And this game, I had a really good game until the last minute. And I made the biggest mistake in the quarter, I think it was quarterfinals of the FA Cup of my career. And I thought, that's me done. And it, it took me 
another two weeks we had Leeds away the next uh, uh, away game it's a tough place to go in it yeah, obviously yeah, they were yeah. flying at the oh, time well. end up saying, saving a penalty from Bamford and I played the next 10 games I think it was uh, to the end of the season and did really well and managed to stay up but the pressure and the anxiety that I felt after making that mistake feeling like I'd let everyone down mm. at, at, at the club um, and the manager down because he backed me was still hanging over over me so I'd gone from not having a contract in, yeah. in, in the January to then all of a sudden we said Dave we want you to stay we're like here's another uh, thing and I was like you know Neil like I uh, you know, I know you, you didn't fancy me. Well, what's changed? He goes, well, you've done really well for us and this and the other. But then by that time, I'd spoke to um, Javi Valero, oh, okay, who's yeah. my goalkeeping coach at Liverpool. And he said, look, Dave, there might be a third choice role here for you at West Ham. I was like, oh my God. Please, I can't, come I and get I can't, me. I can't believe it. Um, and it, it didn't matter whether West Ham were in the Premier League or, or yeah. that's it. It was my club. And I asked what I had to tell you know, Neil, I just said Neil, like, and they were offering me more and more, and they offered me more to to stay at Millwall than to to come hit, so like, here. Brilliant. And I thought I just can't turn that down, not to come to my boyhood team. So that was kind of the the build up of walking into. Was to, was to, Neil to, Harris all right with you? He was good did as gold. He, he was a little, like, I think it was a little bit, and he said to me, "Go because Liverpool was his team," and he said, "I can understand it because Liverpool, if Liverpool came in for me, I think I would have to go." Yeah. Um, but he said you would you'd be playing this that, and the other. But I said I just couldn't turn down. Yeah, if, the, 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 as, if turn it down, it's not coming again, is no, it? You no, know, I'm 33 years yeah, old. It's your last chance um, to, to, to play for your boy club. Yeah, well. yeah. And and to, let's be honest, like I was coming in third choice. Did I ever think I was probably going to play? No. Yeah, I wanted but, to ask about that. Like, what yeah. is that that mentality? Is it a strange one as a goalkeeper because you're yeah. coming in knowing I'm not necessarily going to play? Yet. Yeah, but I think again, what we'll go to back to my personality is like. Because I just wanted to help the club. So if I was going to come in every day and give everything, and if I could make people around me better, yeah. let's just say like Lucas and uh, was was he's an unbelievable goalkeeper. But if I could even get into a position where I can compete with him, that for me was like that was just that like, was enough. That was the goal. Yeah, that was the goal. Just to try and push Lucas as much as I could. And he always used to like he goes, Dave, why do you always want to win? Like we've had like, a few fallouts and tried he's had a little <laughs> really? go at me sometimes. But I just can't help it. It's just that's just Senior. my 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 personality. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird one training with goalkeepers. I wanted to ask you actually. Yeah. A few times I've been down to kind of rush screen and watch the players training. I know it's yeah. the goalkeepers you're off in like one corner. Yeah. And yeah. The players are off in another. It's like you're totally separate a lot of the day. They're their own breed and they yeah. goalkeepers. Yeah and uh, I've got I could probably you know there's probably one or two goalkeepers in my whole like you know I've been a pro for 20 years and in that group there's only one or two that have been a bit you know not the nicest because you know that at the end of the day it's the manager's choice and it, you can't do all you can do is what you can do in training um, and to start serving bad or not talk to someone yeah, like that's, that's naughty isn't it it's just you have don't seen do that it. happen I've seen I've, it's happened oh, to yeah. me yeah oh, yeah. yeah it's happened someone to me. thinks they should be playing not, not yes yeah yeah so, right, so someone right. didn't speak to me for three months really wouldn't speak to me in training that's and we're training with each other that's every day. That's intense when yeah. you're there. Yeah, yeah, every yeah, day. It's making it awkward. And I was having yeah, I like a little bit of a tough time, and I managed to come through it. But he made he was trying to make it as hard as possible for that's me. Naughty, that. um, that's naughty, that. crazy. That's, that's people's purse. Sometimes you just got to accept yeah, it. Yeah. That's what makes you know dressing rooms really complex mm. and hard to create. Sometimes, isn't it? So, so you come you come in three the three goalkeepers. Yeah, yeah. there's ahead of you, Roberto, who, yes. who we will get on to, <laughs> and Lucas Fabianski. <laughs> September 2019, Lucas gets injured. Yeah, in comes Roberto, and you know we were not going to dwell on this because he had a he had a torrid time. Like, 
that's out yeah. there. Yeah. I wanted to know how you felt when Roberto's having a torrid time. You know, he's he's letting in he's letting in goals that he maybe shouldn't be letting in. Yeah. How are you feeling on the bench now? Because you're you've come in to be the third goalkeeper, yeah. and you can feel this momentum building. Like, yeah. give Dave a chance. How was how was it yeah. for you in that moment? Yeah, I, I I could feel the pressure around, and and for me again, I just wanted Roberto to do well. Like I, I genuinely, hand on heart, I say, I say that I wanted to do, the, I wanted the club to do well, and I wanted him to, to, to succeed. But then also in the back of your mind, I, remember, I think I remember even seeing an interview from you, and you were saying you've got to play Dave Martin. Yeah, yeah, man. I was like, Jesus, don't say that. I've actually got to play. Like, do you know what I mean? So, it, it, I could feel that side and supporting him in training uh, as much as I can after games, um, talking to him, and you know, how how do you think you're gone and. It, it was tough. It yeah. was tough because again, you want the club to do well, and you, like I said, it was you could feel it in the in the stands. You could feel it on social media. You could feel it in like you know reading online. It, 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 and and for, for for Roberto, I felt really sorry for him. Um, and, and it's a tough one for that like goalkeeper or any player. You know when it's on you and the fans yeah. are on you, and you know yourself you're not playing well. Half the time as a manager, you're better off just taking them out. And you, you know you, yeah. you can stick with them and. Yeah they might turn I, th I think yeah. I, I remember that time and I was calling for you to play like you say and yeah. he just needed to be taken out of the firing line yeah. it's ASAP. hard as a goalkeeper though isn't it because it, 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 there's so much spotlight on you as, yeah. a, as a position if the goalkeeper changes it's really noticeable in a yeah, way yeah. that maybe mm, yeah. you could swap a defender out and no one really notices yeah. and I don't know whether Pellegrini knew my name at that stage so <laughs> it was like <laughs> that have yeah, yeah no but it, and, and in training I felt like I was still and he, he was coming up to me and he was like David keep keep going keep doing what you're doing like you're doing really well so he was saying stuff to yeah. that to me during that period so maybe he had a, a, a you know half an eye on think, think about it, think about it. And but to still do it, that takes you know a lot of balls, doesn't it? Really, like um, yeah. And, and what was Roberto like in training? Was he so he, he was? He, he was a good goalkeeper. You could see it was it was definitely the last three or four games. It was really getting to him after Burnley, especially. You know, even the players you could see were really starting to turn negatively mm. towards him, um, which was really hard to watch as well. And you could see coming in in the morning, he didn't want to speak. Uh, but then, you know, you get into training, you try and make it as bubbly as possible and try and, again, support him. That's all you can do mm. at that stage when I was like number two. So, yeah, and in going into games, he was actually making some saves. But like what we said before is that you're judged as a goalkeeper by your mistakes. And he was making mistakes. There's no getting getting around it. He was making mistakes. And everyone will remember, if you make nine unbelievable saves, they'll remember the one, yeah. one out of ten. And that's the nature of the position, unfortunately. So... Chelsea away, yeah, the most yeah, romantic result in West Ham history <laughs> up there. Uh, when do you find, how did Pellegrini break the news to you? So it was on the Thursday, actually, and I'm not going to do a Chilean accent, but it, <laughs> it, 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 I was walking out to my car and I just had to say, David, David, and I, and I turned around and it was Pellegrini. And um, he just says, look, I'm not saying I'm going to start you on Saturday, <laughs> but if I do, are you ready? And my my stomach was doing somersaults and I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. You're not going like, to say, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not ready, ever boss. Asked that no. Do, do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, he, 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 he just almost said like, okay, so I kind of had it in my mind already and it was the the, the goalkeeping coach who, who we do like pre-game clips um, and he started going through uh, Chelsea's attacking threats and like he started off with Giroud straight away and I was thinking, oh my God, this guy's won like the World Cup. Like, <laughs> I've been playing against like League One, Championship, League Two players, and and so like I was, I think 
and he just looked at me and across me and he before he started he went david you're in a really tough position here like just just do what you can you're up against it so i was thinking we said we hadn't won in 17 years i think it was yeah. at stanford bridge they'd, they'd lost man. seven in a row i had my own pressure which i put on myself which was i couldn't let my family down I couldn't let my friends who were in the stand, I knew we were going to be in the stand there that day. I couldn't let the supporters down. I couldn't let my teammates down. I couldn't let the goalkeeping coach down. So all these things, I was sitting on the end of my bed in in that hotel in Chelsea thinking, I don't know whether I can do this. Really? At, 30, yeah. at 33 years old, yeah. I've never felt pain, excruciating nerves. Nerves, yeah. yeah. Like that, a fear of letting people down. That's um, and, it's an incredible and, amount of pressure, especially giving you the son yeah, of a West Ham yeah, legend. Yeah. And, and like what I said before, I, I look at like Deck and I, and I see Deck going into games and he's genuinely enjoying the yeah. build up and going into it and I think why is he enjoying that so much and I think and it took me a while to work it out I think because he knows he's good enough to be here yeah yeah with well, me that, that, you had that doubt that you were I, I doubt myself there. I've just made the biggest mistakes so it was only five or six months before that yeah. in my career before that and I'm thinking can I actually do this Am I good enough to be here? Do I deserve to be here? That was what was going through my head. That's mad, and, and and the build up for three or four days. I remember saying to my mum, I was like, mum, I don't know if I can do this. And she was like, Dave, you'll be fine. Dad, dad, my dad was the same. Dave, you'll be fine. Just go and do it. Just go and enjoy it. I was like, go and enjoy it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, guess, easier said than it, done. Is it because like, using Deck as an example, yeah. like it, the, 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 those pressure moments slowly build up when you're a professional mm. footballer. You get yeah. teased into games yeah. and you substitute and you slowly ingratiate yourself. And you're at 33 and you're playing in the Premier League for yeah. the first time. And not yeah. only that, you're playing at Stanford Bridge, a big rivalry. Yeah. And I, and I, your boyhood I, I randomly used to look, I think the more pressure that was on, the bigger games, like we had to win, like you're down the bottom or yeah. an Africa. I used to enjoy them more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The actual, the nerves and the feeling of yeah. playing in a, like the chips are down, mm. you've got to perform, yeah? Like put, like you say, putting that pressure on yourself. That's, yeah. I used to, like, I remember playing out here against Swansea and we were down at the bottom and I had the game in my life out here. I think we won one nil <laughs> and it was like, it was big. Like we got three points yeah. and they probably kept us up and yeah. I just absolutely loved it. Yeah. But like, it's but, mad. Every, every player is different. Yeah, every player is different. Yeah. Um, but I, at 33, I think when you're young, you always think, oh, I'm going to get another chance. I'm, uh, you know, I'm 20, I'm making my Premier League yes, debut. Yeah. You know, I'll get another, you know, how many ever Premier League games. I knew at 33, this was my last chance. I, I, and, and, it's like a and, movie, this, isn't it? And this, this is my club. Mm. Like, I, you know, in 20 years' time, am I going to be the goalkeeper that, that played in this game and it went well? Or am I going to be the goalkeeper that everyone remembers for, for messing up? Everyone kept on saying to me, oh, you can do anyone can do better than Roberto. I said no. Like, do you know what I mean if this doesn't go well, this is this is the rest of my life that's, mm. that I've got a. Do you think the boys in the team that day realised that you were that nervous and it meant that much? Yeah, to you? because I like you. We spoke about it earlier on. The, the boys were brilliant. You were brilliant, but the boys in front of you were brilliant. I, that night honestly, well, they? they were warriors, like gladiators in front of me. Like, and they, you know, were throwing their bodies on the line. And for me, we were a better team. Like, we should have been two, three new up. Mick yeah. had a few chances. I think Felipe had one. But, you know, Angelo in front of me, um, Fabian in front of me were just literally heading everything away, blocking everything. Obviously, Cress getting up. Cress for seven games, like, you know, he scored the goal, didn't he? Yeah. He was like literally on, <laughs> on the touch, cutting in on his right foot. Can you believe it? On his yeah, right on foot. On his right foot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, Bends I, I it into the far corner. Yeah. Um, and he takes the mick out of me saying, God, it's all about you in it. Like I said, I scored a winning goal. And listen, and like, you know, obviously we, we just have like a lot of fun with, with Chris and stuff. But they all knew. I mean, I, I remember Nobes even before the game, 
Like I, I think I felt, you know what I said about the nerves? Mm. Until five minutes before I walked out. And then you walk out and all these fireworks are going off and that. And, and, and then you're in it then. And you're thinking, well, it's another game of football. Yeah. But what else settled me down was I walked to the to the um to the goal and that's when it started. I heard that chant of my name yeah, brilliant. for the first time. And obviously I get goosebumps now thinking about it. And what they did for me that day, like I could never repay them. Like mm. they got me through that game and the whole game they were singing my name because they wanted me to do so well. And Nobes ended up like obviously I'd, I say I'd go down to one knee on my on my line and I say a little prayer and as I looked up I see Nobes he was walking towards me. Is that a good thing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Having a little moment yeah, and you yeah. see Nobes walking don't towards you. And you never know what you say we're going to get with Nobes, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, and he just put his arm around me. He said, "Dave, whatever happens now, you're a Premier League goalkeeper. Yeah, brilliant. So whatever you do." Don't f it up. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so a little smile, little joke, and just settle me down a little yeah. bit. I know and... exactly where he's got that from. Yeah, <laughs> Wally Downs. That's right. Really? Yeah, yeah. I remember going on sub with Wally Downs, similar sort of thing. We'd be uh, we'd be winning in it. He's always into that terrible substitution. You know, you're winning one nil, stick a centre half on last five minutes. Nothing ever comes from it. If you, if you draw, it's your fault. You've gone yeah. on centre half. So he'd be one nil up, say at Upton Park. Wally Downs would put his arm around my shoulder and go, "Right, Ginge, whatever you do, don't." Uh, it's up, basically. <laughs> and that was it. On you go. And that was that, that, that's where Nobles has got <laughs> it from. Brilliant. Uh, so did the nerves start fading once you like once the game so started? Five minutes. Like I said when I started hearing my name, and you know that that feeling of thinking, right, it's just another game of football. And you get your first few touches, and I was lucky that like Mace, Mason Mount he put a cross in, and it was like quite a really nice yeah, cross come to and come and get, and I come and took it. Um, and then it was like a save where I think uh, Kovacic come inside, he hit one, it bounced just in front of me and I, it, it kind of ricocheted down. I was thinking, oh, and then I seen Giroud and literally I pooed my pants. <laughs> he was running in. I managed to get up, stick my leg out, make a block. And then uh, there was another someone else running running in. I'm diving and the biggest cheer I got Brilliant. right from the whole day was from from behind because like I said, I could just feel they wanted me to do so well. Half time came and I remember walking in and you know the press box at Chelsea, mm. um, it's just behind the dugout. And I said, Dad, that's where Dad always sits. And he was there and he looked white. <laughs> Did he? Uh, he? He looked like he was in pain, like, almost. <laughs> and I can only imagine, like, because I obviously when I watch Joe play, I feel the same, like, because I want him to do so well. And he knew what a big moment it yeah, was for me. And that all them emotions, like I said, yeah, and the, the, the second half was almost like a blur. And again, they, I didn't really have loads to do. I can imagine your dad was sort of, he was probably be more nervous than you and, being well, in the stand, being next, you know, he knows yeah. he can't affect the game, and, and that's watching it. you're not wanting to make a mistake. Yeah. Obviously, it must I have think been when I was on the pitch, that's painful. when I felt like in control. And him being in the stands, he was not in control. Mm. You know, over everything. Um, <sighs> and it, like I said, the goalkeeper takes one moment. You can yeah. have a really good game, and one moment can can kind of all come tumbling down. And I remember that I've got the image in my head of John Moss was the referee. Um, he's not my favourite referee. No, I've got to say, I don't think but he's anyone's favourite referee. <laughs> 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 this day it was. And I see him, he obviously put the, the whistle to his lips and he blew the whistle and I just see Nobs go, yes. And that was the moment that I realised I've been a part of a team that just kept a clean sheet at Stamford Bridge after the run that we've just been on. I hadn't let my family down. I hadn't let, you know, the, the supporters down. I hadn't let the, my teammates down. And I just dropped to my knees. I didn't know yeah, what else to do. And obviously I was just, it's so emotional. And it felt within two seconds that I had, like 10 players around me like picking me up like yeah. and and i think they knew leading up to the game how much that one moment would mean to me um, and i'll be forever grateful to to all them players for that day 
the way they performed in, in front of me and gave me a chance of 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 being a part of that that day. Incredible. So it's like the end of Rocky. <laughs> you know, we're like, 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 like you're, you're, that, yeah. Yeah. Like you're yeah. running up in the stands, hugging your dad and the players. Yeah. It's like, I can almost hear the Rocky theme in the background. It's it's such an incredible yeah. story. Like, yeah, it needs to be a movie made. About it. <laughs> but, have you kept your jersey from that day? Have you kept? Of course, yeah, um, yeah. So, so, yeah. Dad and you were you, there was a famous video or, or yeah, you know, yeah, the films yeah. you're going so, up into the stands and, to see Dad. That's it. So I, obviously, I went down to and, and give hugs to the goalkeeping coach, all the players and stuff. And I went down because. They, they, the supporters were down the other end now mm. and they were so not they, they literally uh, the noisiest compared to the whole yeah, of Stamford Bridge they were amazing um, and I thought how do I play them but you know so just you know you give your, your applause and just thank 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 them so much and then as I was walking in and I seen dad again and he, I could see he was like emotional just, he was yeah. 50 yards away and I could see he was emotional and I thought if there's one moment in my career in my life that I'm going to share with him this is it. This is it. Because five years before, I think, well, at the time it was three years before that, I was thinking about retiring because I couldn't get a club. Before no. I went to Millwall, I, I was out of, I didn't sign until mid-September, I think it was. And I was thinking, I'm just going to have to pack this in. And he was there supporting me, him and my mum, like through it all, all the bad times, all the mistakes that I've made, all the good times that I've made. Um, and this was the one moment I'm going to get to share with him, but probably the biggest yeah. moment in my life. Uh, apart from the kids and getting married, and that, but, <laughs> yeah, 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 and uh, <laughs> and it was just great to sh to share that with him. And he was he was stone stone faced all the way up until I got about two yards away from him. And he went, and, he went, <laughs> and, I went, and I went brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, it just it, we were quite emotional family, as, as, as you can tell. Um, so, you, yeah. you played a really massive role over that little run of games that you had. You got like Southampton away, another clean sheet as well. Mm. How did, I mean, how was the run you had in goal in total? Yeah, uh, we played Wolves the next game. Um, I think we lost 2-0 um, and we had a chance I think I'll never forgive Snoddy Snoddy missed a chance <laughs> to go 1-1 and I think that would have been like, unbelievable you know because um, I thought we was in that game then we played Arsenal at home here um, and we were 1-0 up and I'd still take the mickey out of Chris he, he, we were 1-0 up and he felt a little thing in his calf so I call him the pee heart <laughs> oh really yeah he's been <laughs> caught that once or twice <laughs> and he went off and we ended up losing 3-1 <clears throat> uh, unfortunately but then the next game was Southampton so the pressure's on so I knew that that Chelsea win bought Pellegrini a bit of time and then there was two more losses and then there was pressure on this Southampton mm. game now and I thought we've got to go and win it and we battered them like uh, we, we, we won 1-0 um, Danny Ings played uh, Ward Prowse played yeah yeah and it was just Hampton team then as well yeah Proper team. yeah they were okay so um, in the last kick of the game I got um, it was a goal kick and pulled my quad um, and then that was it. That was kind of my my, my starts done as a, as a West Ham player. But you know, got the clean sheet. They thought I was messing around trying to buy a time and that. And oh, Pellegrini was like, "Dave, will you just buy in time?" I said, "No, I've actually put my quad." Like, <laughs> no, this is real. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, and then Lucas managed to come back in, and and obviously it didn't go a hundred percent well. And Pellegrini lost his job, and and then the gaffer came in there. Make sure you're a part of our new European journey. Limited tickets are remaining for our UEFA Europa League match with Olympiacos. Adult tickets start at just £35 with kids starting at £15. To buy, head to eticketing.co.uk forward slash WHUFC. Three injured goal, well, two injured goalkeepers yeah. and one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like final yeah. destination yeah. for goalkeeper. Only at West Ham, I suppose. But yeah, yeah. And, and if it's worth saying, you know, so you joined in the summer of 2019, but you were with West Ham until 2022. Mm -hmm. 
And so when Pellegrini goes and Moyes comes in and towards the end of that first season you had, we have a tremendous run at the end of the season. And, start, and that basically becomes the form for the next couple of years, really. Yeah. And I wonder, what was it like to be in that team with like the start of Moyes' second era and, the, and things turning around? What was it like to be on the inside? Yeah, I mean, to see the, the, the gaffer work day in, day out, like, I love him. Like, I think he's, he, he's very demanding. Like he wants, you know, a hundred percent. And if, if you, you know, if, if you can 110, like he's like that with every single player and it is tough to function under game after game after game, but he, he knows how to play with his teams. Um, he knows his strengths and knows his weaknesses in, in the dressing room. It's like, I've got to say, it's one of the best dressing rooms I've ever been in. Mm. Like, um, I was on loan at Leeds and that was a good one with Snodgrass and yeah. Bradley Johnson, people like that. But this for, for, for all-round um, ability and camaraderie, it was by far the best. Um, and I'd, we were winning games as well. Like, I yeah. spoke about the dressing room before. It's, it's, it seems to have always been here at West Ham since I was here, but Noves yeah. was a massive part of it. Yeah. Like the, just getting people, I've spoke about yeah. it on here, I've spoke about it to the press. He was just, it's so easy, such an easy dressing room to go into. Anytime I've been here, it was, it, it was something so comfortable about going in and and performing, and like you say, when when you got some like Nobs in the in the middle of it driving it, like you say, he, he can give you the best advice. He give you, a, he make you laugh if you if you wanted to laugh, or or he just be a mate to, to to chat to. And I think I think we spoke about it before. He's he, he was massive in that dressing room yeah. for, for the whole time I was here, and certainly when Dave was here. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think that the the the, the training route does get a lot of stick for not being like Tottenham or Leicester, mm. you know. Um, but West Ham, I think for, traditionally has always been. The camaraderie inside the heart and is the heart and soul of of the club. Um, it's people that have, you know, players and managers they come and go, but it's the people inside the building that will always be there and be for me the the tradition of the club. Um, and why that it will always be strong because of that. Yeah, and can we have a quick word on Yavi Valero because he came in under Pellegrini, but he stayed throughout the Moyes era. He's been been at the club for years and years now. He must like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and for me, obviously, I had him at Liverpool. Um, so, um, and he's and, goalkeeper <clears throat> coach. He was at Real Madrid for a time as well. His, his resume is unbelievable. Like you know, been at Napoli, Real Madrid, Chelsea. Uh, he obviously had a stint in China. Um, and you know, it, there's goalkeeping coaches, and there's what he does is the analytical side of the small fine details. Um, and I think you know, if you even speak to Lucas about it, like. It, you know, he played a lot of games, you know, in the Premier League for Arsenal and Swansea. But when he came here and under Xavi, the detail that Xavi Different. gives you takes your game on another another step. And I knew that already. Um, but even when I came back, he'd, he'd gone on again, you know. Um, so he's he's really one of the best goalkeeper coaches in the world. Not that I know every goalkeeping coach, yeah. but... <laughs> that, that's yeah, interesting on the detail point, because I think we've got quite a good record at saving penalties and winning penalty shootouts, haven't we? feel like well know, that's just me have you just made that yeah, up just made, yeah. I'm, I'm making that up, but i feel quite confident yeah L lucas always fancy definitely yeah. um and uh, obviously alphonse made that great save didn't he against yeah. chelsea yeah he must be doing something right yeah so um now you're out the bat you've retired from playing are you a west ham fan again just I'm like not, when just, you were i'm not retired just yet i'm no, hanging okay. on you've, you've gone early on, 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 on you've gone early do you know you'd be surprised in the old boy yeah 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 still life in these old legs um yeah a lot of people retired me probably about you know six years ago but, <laughs> um so I, i'm currently training at south end um uh, as well as taking the goalkeepers so they're under an embargo um so they've only got one goalkeeper so i'm just staying fit i'm a free agent um so if if i play then great but if there's a coaching role you know, that's the, that's where I am in my career now. Um, I'm ready to do both, and 
I feel like I've got enough experience to do both. Um, yeah, and, I think you'd be brilliant. Know. Just yeah, chatting yeah. to you, I think you'd be brilliant. Thanks, coach. mate. I appreciate it. Done all the badges and all that. Yeah, so I've got well B's. I'm, I've applied for my A. Um, so that's next September. I'm due to go on my A license, Gold Green A license. So um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of it is obviously experience, but you need mm. the qualifications to go with it. I understand yeah, yeah. that. Um, and and the need a chance. Game. Need a chance. To and you need a chance. And someone, um, someone take a chance. Yeah. Last year I had loads of experience with again the analytical side. So I've got my little MacBook now, um, analyzing training, analyzing games. I know it's a bit boring, but it's um, <laughs> good. It's, it's definitely all the experience that I earned uh, last year is, is, is will hold me in good stead for the next how many years. Yeah. And what about any third generation Martins coming through? Who's next? Yeah, I've got two girls. Um, so uh, Ruby and Sky, uh, seven and three. Um, I've got a few nephews that potentially yeah, could be okay. Yeah? So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, old Ethan, he's the oldest. So yeah, watch this space. Building the dynasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's finish with some quick fire questions, Dave. I just want you to relax and just whatever could just <laughs> top of your head. <laughs> top of your head. Quick fire questions. First one is favorite best friend in football. Can I have three? Yeah. Uh, so I've got Dean Lewington, I've got Aaron Cresswell, uh, Nobes. Oh, he's four, four. four. <laughs> and Snoddy. Oh, oh nice. Snoddy. Snoddy's yeah. character. Yeah. Some five aside team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite holiday destination? I want to say Calador, Mallorca, because that's where we used to go. Uh, Dad used to go every year. Nice. Doing 12 years running when we was kids. So Lovely. Good which, memories. Which actor? Uh, when, when we make the Dave Martin West Ham story <laughs> film. Which I think we should. Which we should. Who's going to play you? Oh, what's his name? Who's out of um, uh, Band of Brothers? Uh, oh. Major Winter. Uh, <laughs> Don't know. Don't him. know his name. Uh, what's he in? Billions? No. <laughs> I just uh, do I just do gardening now. Dave, no. I, don't, I haven't got time for telly. Oh, Whoever that is golf. in Band of Brothers, what yes, was the character yeah. called? Uh, or uh, Major Winter. All right, yeah. Major Winter, Band of Brothers. Yeah. We'll Google it later. All right, you can only listen to one musical artist for the rest of your life. Oh, it's a new one. We've got a list. I'll mix them up sometimes. Ah, uh, Drake. Drake, Drake, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's got his own new stuff. I wonder if he's got his own new stuff. I wonder if he's got his own new stuff. I wonder if he's got his own new stuff. I wonder if he's got his own new stuff. I wonder if he's got his own new stuff. I wonder if he's got his own new stuff. I wonder if he's got his own new stuff. I wonder <laughs> like, and I thought I'd done him to be fair in one game but um, it was the wrong play player it was my other mate it was, <laughs> brilliant and I liked the player he was my mate from Liverpool called <laughs> Walshy so yeah Joe Garner uh, and then final question best moment in a West Ham shirt I, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I think we can all answer yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea don't even bother us <laughs> Chelsea away uh, Dave thank you so much for all the brilliant memories and thank you for your time today it's been fascinating I've enjoyed it so much brilliant. one thank more time Dave Martin thanks Chris thanks Gene cheers, cheers mate, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network